Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca. Hey, everybody, it's Don LaGreca with the Wednesday edition of Game Misconduct. How's everybody doing? We got lots to discuss in a very short period of time to do it. I had all kind of dental problems today. I did not have the time that I was looking forward to, but we don't need to get into that. Uh, basically look like a hockey player, right? My front tooth is out. I've got a beard going. I look like I'm playing in the Eastern Conference Finals instead of just covering it. But before we get to the East, let's let's focus on the West and what happened last night. Listen, was it entertaining? Absolutely. Is this series going to be fun and back and forth with tons of goals? Sure. But I got to tell you, if if this is the way these two teams are going to play through the rest of this series, and this is what is going to represent the West in the Stanley Cup Final, how could you believe that's sustainable enough to win a Stanley Cup? Now, Colorado's been good all year, and they've been the second-best team in the NHL. Certainly the best team left now, the Florida's gone, and we saw what happened to Florida winning the President's Trophy. So sometimes the regular season can be deceptive as far as how good a team you are. This goaltending is not sustainable. It's not. And certainly the Gerard loss is hurting them on the blue line. So if you want to play wide open, it's fun, it's entertaining. Teams like that don't win cups. So do I want to sit here and tell you that the winner of Rangers-Lightning are to win the Stanley Cup? Based off of what I saw last night, that, that would be my answer. But let's see how the rest of the series goes. Sometimes games get out of hand. Sometimes one game is not indicative of how the rest of the series is going to go. But when you look at the way Edmonton is played, clearly Edmonton's not winning a Stanley Cup, okay? I love him. I, I love the coach. I, I love the story of Mike Smith. That is not sustainable to me. They're just so good offensively. And what's got to drive you crazy if you're an Oiler fan is if you got decent goaltending, consistent goaltending, you could probably win the Cup. Now, Mike Smith has his moments, and that's why they're where they're at. That He can just rattle off three, four tremendous performances in a row, and this offense can support it, and they can win a series. But if he's going to you know, play the way he played last night, and they're going to get the goaltending that they're going to get, whether it's Costigan or, or whether it's going to be um, Smith, then they're not getting out of this round. And if for some reason they stumbled through and did, Tampa and New York are going to have their way with them. Now, Colorado has gotten more consistent goaltending through their season than Edmonton has. But if that's the way they're going to play it, man, and, and listen, I'll give I'll give Kempfer his due. He made some, you know, big saves at seven six there when they pulled the goaltender and had the extra attacker. But boy, it's fun, it's entertaining. Is it championship caliber? I'm not sure. Now, I've already looked at my timeline on Twitter. People want to talk about the McCarr goal that came you know, right after Edmonton had tied the game at two. 16 seconds later, McCarr scores. But the big deal was what happened on the offside. And the tag-up offside kind of changes everything than the traditional offside. And I've read the rule a bunch of times. The NHL got it right. But I can understand fans scratching their heads saying, wait a minute, I don't understand that looked like an offside to me. Didn't Nishushkin get off, get tagged back up? And 
by the letter of the law, he did. Um, if you go to Elliot Friedman's timeline from uh, Hockey Night in Canada, he gives you other examples throughout the year or years since the offside has been challengeable to where similar plays were also uh, allowed to stand or were considered onside. So by the naked eye, by the way we watch hockey, it was an offside. By the letter of the law, it was an onside. And there was at least some consistency in it. So take a look at Elliot Freeman's timeline. You'll see about three or four instances where the exact same thing happened and the goal was allowed to stand and the play was considered onside. So I guess we can give the NHL a bit of a break there. But really, I mean, it was a devastating goal. It really kind of changed the complexion of things, but just Edmonton's not going to go away. This is going to be a fun, entertaining series, but if these teams don't tighten it up, I just feel like there's not going to be a cup in Colorado or Edmonton, especially Edmonton, the way things have gone here. Now you got the Rangers and the Lightning, and we've talked about it before in game misconduct. This is a great Final Four, considering the firepower. Since 1718, the three best players in the league point-wise are McDavid, Dreisaitl, and McKinnon. So you're set up there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here we are in the East with the Rangers, and they've got a lot of um, name players. I mean, this is, I think, a better team. Maybe not as seasoned, but a better team than the teams that went to the Stanley Cup Final in 14 and the Conference Final in 15 and won the President's Trophy in 15. They may not, maybe not as seasoned, but there's much more talent, especially on the offensive side of the board. And when you look at the blue line, too, I know, I know listen, McDonough's still doing it for Tampa. Girardi was great. But you take a look at what the Rangers have now with Lindgren, basically a half a body, still amazing, coming back, fighting through his injuries, playing with Fox, Truba and Miller, as good a, a, a second pair as maybe any first pair in the National Hockey League. And the acquisition of Justin Braun with all his playoff experience, getting a chance to play with Schneider, who's got such a great future, is a Truba light. Uh, they are stacked on the blue line as well. And Shesterkin... I don't want to say he's better than Lundqvist because we don't know. I mean, go out there and play 15 years. Be as consistent as Hank before I can throw that out there. But he's got a better glove hand. He handles the puck better. And I think the team in front of him is better. So, And he's very, very good at stopping the puck as well. I'm liking the Rangers in this series. I am. And, and there's a bunch of reasons why. Here, here are the pros on why you feel like the Rangers can win this series. You can make the case they're deeper offensively, especially with point out than Tampa. All right, the goaltending, you can't say it's a wash, but of all the goaltending that's left, certainly out west, this is the goaltender that's got the best chance to match Vasilevsky, and he is going to win the Vesna Trophy this year. So he, again, doesn't have the history of Hank, doesn't have the history of Vasilevsky, but he's right there. So not a wash, but only a slight edge in goal. And the blue line. You know, there's a lot of age on that blue line. Hedman's been at it a while, McDonough. Um, but you look at that blue line, I think the blue line's better. So I, I think the Rangers can win. Now, the, there's two things that you can't ignore from Tampa. 
That's the experience of winning back-to-back cups in 10 straight series. That You can't ignore that. But does that mean anything in this particular series when the Rangers have done everything, facing elimination five times, um, and, and the 27 come from behind victories during the course of the regular season? They face so much adversity, you wouldn't think they'd blink at the way Tampa can come at them. But this rest versus rust thing, nine days off for Tampa, this is the team that could take advantage of that. Anybody else that's got nine days off, it might take them a while to rejigger it back up and it can cost you the series because of it, especially starting on the road. But because it's Tampa and they've been through the wars, remember, they've won 10 straight series dating back to August of 2020. You know, not April, May, and June of 2020. This is August of 2020 into September. Remember, the four-month break because of the pandemic. So they've jammed a lot of hockey in a very short period of time. They needed those nine days. So I don't. I, I think that's an advantage too. So certainly the experience, ten straight round wins, the nine days off work to Tampa's advantage. But the coaching, slight advantage to Cooper because he's been there and done that. But Galant's an excellent coach as well. Slight advantage in goal. But take a look at the roster, especially with point out when the Rangers are clicking. This is a really good hockey team, and. I know Tampa's the favorite because of what they've done in the recent past, but I'm liking this Rangers team, and I think they're going to win in six. I think they're going to shock the world, and they're going to win in six. And this is for real, people. This team is real. Uh, they've they've learned. They've matured quickly. But those wins in six and seven, think about game five. Right? Think about how you felt as a Ranger fan in game five. Played awful, blown out, facing elimination, going back home. And then what do they do against a really good Carolina team? They go out there and they outscore them 11-4 to and, and win the series. Incredible stuff. Incredible. So to sit here and say, oh, Tampa's too good. You know, Tampa's been – I get it, but you also got to play a hockey game. And there's a lot of good things that are happening with this Rangers team. I might feel differently about it 24 hours from now after the game one to see how it all kind of pans itself out, but – you know, I'm feeling good about this Rangers team, and I think Ranger fans have to as well. Colorado's up one nothing. We'll see what the Rangers uh, can do tonight. All of the Western Conference Finals are on TNT. ESPN will handle things on the Eastern side. And if you listen on 98.7, we'll have all the games on 98.7 ESPN New York, and I'll be doing an hour pregame show before every contest during the course of this series and possibly beyond. All right, let's hear from you. Uh, at Don LaGreca, hashtag game misconduct. Let's go to Rip. Rich Ships, who says, with Tampa having such a long break, Rangers need to lead after the first period before the Lightning get revved back up to 100%. Fair point. Uh, Even though I think they needed the rest, it might take a second or two for Tampa to kind of get their bearings. It's been a long time where the Rangers have faced so much elimination recently, they may be more prepared. So there might be an extra jump for the Rangers that they need to take advantage of. So I think that's fairly fair. Uh, Coop says, hey, Don, I love Truba's style of play. His intangibles have been missing from the Rangers for a very long time. With uh, his throwback physical style, what player does he remind you from years past? Well, the guy that jumps to mind is Scott Stevens from the Devils. Now, it was a different sport, all right? So what Scott was able to do back then is not necessarily something you'd be able to do now. But when you think of the hit on Lindros, the, the hit on Ron Francis, uh, are, are two that jumped to mind. The hit, the, obviously, it came in a loss, but they eventually won the series on Paul Correa. 
that he had hits that changed series, that changed the focus of the game moving forward. That's the kind of player Truba is. So that's a player that jumps to mind for me. Joe says, hey, Don, when's the last time we've had such a marquee matchups between goaltenders with Igor versus Vasilevsky? It has the potential to be epic. The 94 Rangers Devil Series ranks as the greatest I've ever seen. We'll see if it can match that one. Uh, it's going to be epic, too. And and there's just something about New York that Tampa can't seem to get to a Stanley Cup final unless they get through New York. Had to beat the Rangers in 15. Had to beat the Islanders uh, back-to-back years in 20 and 21. Now have to face the Rangers again in 2022. They won the previous matchups. We'll see if the Rangers can kind of switch it over. But, yeah, these are two of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League, so the matchup is great, and it kind of reminds you of that, you know, young Brodeur versus the veteran Richter. Um, you can go back to, I thought the Jonathan Quick, Henrik Lundqvist in 2014 was a great matchup of goaltenders. Those are a couple that jumped to mind. Robert says, with the Rangers moving into the Eastern Conference Final, who has been the biggest surprise on the team so far this postseason? Also, do you think Sammy Blay returns? If so, whose spot in the lineup do you think he would take given the team has been pretty solid one through four? Great question. You just wonder, does he wedge himself on that fourth line? Um, do you need a physical presence like Reeves? Um, it's something to consider. I'm not sure. I, I had heard maybe later in this series, so I'm not really sure that it's even something talked about. He has skated a little bit until he actually physically practices with the team without wearing that protective sweater, the, not, the non-contact sweater. Uh, probably not a conversation for the first three, four games of this series. As far as the biggest surprise, to me, has been Keandre Miller. Uh, he had a, an amazing uh, couple of years to start his career. Okay, Maybe overshadowed by Adam Fox and winning the Norris Trophy last year and all that, but Keandre has picked up the pace even better in the postseason than in the regular season, and and he's just a kid going through these trials for the first time, and he has been steady as a rock. So um, I can't say I'm overly surprised by it, but somebody young, inexperienced to be as good as he's been, pretty good. Uh, Noah says, "Hey Don, if you were a betting man, and I know from time to time you are." What would be your best bets or strategies for either of the conference matchups? Thanks. Well, bet the over out west, okay? That's the strategy there. I would bet the over out west. I'd bet the under in the east. That would probably be the strategy. And um, and because the Rangers are getting number, I would pick the Rangers uh, to win this series. Uh, Matthew says, why does the style of play by Tampa help um, help Panarin? I had a great playoffs with Columbus when sweeping them five points in four games. That was a while ago. That was a different Tampa team. And what Matthew's referring to is before Tampa won the Cup, they were swept in the first round by Columbus after winning the President's Trophy. And, boy, that galvanized them, and they haven't lost a series since. So Tampa was kind of a mess then, so I'm not sure it relates to what Tampa is now. But I don't know if Tampa is going to have the kind of matchup problems for the Rangers that Carolina had. And I think there might be a little bit more room um, but maybe not much. So so we'll see. Like I said, I'm, I'm not going to look at what Panarin did in those four games back in, what was that, 20, um, 2019, I guess it was. Um, I don't think it's going to be um, to that point. Um, but still, I think there'll be a little bit more room for, for him to roam. I, I think it's going to be a, 
a lot of fun. Let's go to uh, Dabo, who says, do you think McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are enough to take this series to six or seven? Their goalie has me thinking this could be over in five. I had picked the Avalanche in five. I put nothing back, back the McDavid and Dreisaitl. But listen, they're the first team, I think, in the history of the National Hockey League to give up eight goals in two different games in a playoff run. You know, so that usually spells that it, it's it's going to be tough. Now, I'll give Edmonton their due at home, but as far as a 6 and a 7, based on what I saw last night, even though they almost found a way to at least force an overtime with a late goal, I, I don't think Edmonton's going anywhere. I'd love to see it. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be great for hockey to have two of the best players in the NHL competing for a Stanley Cup. Their goaltending is just too much of a mess. I, I don't think there's any way. It's going to work out. Mr. Mike says, Don, great to hear you again. If the Rangers make it to the final, who would you want to take on? I'd say it doesn't matter because we have the goaltending, but that's just me. Well, you saw the two meetings against Colorado this year, and it was not close. Okay, so I don't know if you spend too much time thinking about the regular season, but Colorado would be the tougher matchup. Not saying the Rangers can't win. I really think the winner of the East is going to win the Cup. But who you want is Edmonton. And the exact reason you want Edmonton is the exact reason why Edmonton's not going to get out of the Western Conference Final and make it to the Stanley Cup Final. It is over. All right, one more, and then we will say goodbye. Let's see. uh, Gun control now, and I like that uh, handle. Seeing how teams with cups, cup expectations have struggled this playoff run with goalie health, do you think it is more or less likely the Islanders hang on to Varlamov this offseason? I think they do. Um, the Islanders are going to rejigger things again. They didn't give up anybody at the trade deadline, so I fully expect them to, um, to retool, and I think Varlamov is going to stay. That's just my opinion. One little bit of news before we get out of Dodge. Martin St. Louis gets a three-year contract extension to stay as head coach of the Montreal Canadiens. Tremendous move by the powers that be up north. He did a tremendous job, I thought, taking over an impossible situation in Montreal. They didn't play great. His record wasn't great, but they were much better with him and I think he deserves that a crack as the full-time head coach of the team and get the interim tag taken off him. So congratulations to Martin St. Louis. We will talk to you again on Friday. By then, we will be deep into the conference finals, so looking forward to that. Want to get in touch with me in the interim? At Don LaGreca, hashtag game misconduct is a way to do that. We will talk to you again coming up on Friday. This was the Wednesday edition of Game Misconduct. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca.